0: day 18 of the program rolling through week two. Um, tomorrow is Friday in the group. So then of course it's another weekend and then we'll be rolling into week three. So week three is a great week because it's really where we start to address issues. The feels start coming up. You've been at this for a while. You just got to show up and do what you need to do. It's all feeling very routine. It's not very exciting, but that's actually a benefit because it's really going to help you get in tune with your body's actual needs over your wants it's a lot easier said than done to just show up and do what you need to do and just kind of do you know what I mean Um, so this is where you're gonna work through issues uh, when it comes to eating when you're bored, eating when you're stressed, uh, using food as a coping mechanism as we do for so many things. So um, another uh, another benefit or something to look for rolling into week three is that you're going to feel things kind of calming down. Even though you've made super awesome healthy changes, it's still stressful on the body to make any kind of change, especially when it comes to your diet. So around week three is where things start to really calm down. You start to experience a lot more non victories, having better energy, sleeping better, pooping better, you know, body changing, scale moving, that kind of thing. And that's what you're getting this, your body to this happy place where it's like, this is great. It's really enjoying everything that you're doing. You're paying attention to it. You are eating nutrient-rich foods. Um, you're, you're, you're drinking enough water to be hydrated. So the body gets to a place where it really loves that. And so that's wonderful, but a happy content body isn't so motivated to, you know, specifically focus on on fat loss. So then that's sort of where in week three, we start to be mindful about how our body has been responding, mindful about portions, um, asking these three, que- uh, four questions to help us get in tune with those portions. So um, before you even eat, how do I feel before I eat this? You know, when you're eating, are you starting to feel the effects of you know, eating your foods? When you're done eating, how did you know you were done? When you're walking away 10-15 minutes later, how are you feeling? So although you may be noticing already your portions are naturally starting to decrease, we don't ever start counting or weighing or measuring, but we do um, we do mess with our portions in other ways. Um, the first step to that is being super mindful about them. So just a little bit of an insight into week three. It's one of my favorite weeks. Um, let's get right into your questions today. Uh, I know I've done a lot of talking off the top, so I just want to get right into them. Hi, Melanie. Morning. Feel great and sleeping better. There you go. Uh, sticking sticking to it so easy now. I listen to my body. Yes, this is what I'm talking about. Um, you know, for a lot of reasons, people can be very resistant in making the changes that I'm suggesting. I totally get that. Totally valid. And I definitely don't want anyone to have any kind of blonde faith but everything is designed for a rhyme and a reason if you haven't had an opportunity yet make sure you check out that food plan video actually watch the video that you know talks about the rhyme and the reason um, and each individual breakdown of your meal and snack and um, we're gonna be working this basic food plan for a while but each week's gonna have a different focus and then we're gonna start actually making changes to what you are eating and when and, and really building on all the changes that you're, you're making and your body is also making so this is sort of where you've gotten to the point where if you have been consistent in what you are to do, you're going to really start to notice. This is where also the things that I'm saying are really going to start to resonate. So I gave you a heads up. You might start feeling bored with your food. If you don't, that's fine. Heads up, your portions are probably naturally starting to decrease. If they haven't yet, that's okay too. You know, you're going to start feeling, for example, hungrier. A lot of people get really freaked out about feeling hungry. Your body should tell you when to eat, what to eat, how much to eat. It should be communicating with you. Hunger is not anything to be concerned about is this your body saying hey based on our energy reserve, you might want to think about eating. And this is where you can assess your situation. Oh, I just ate a few minutes ago. If you just hold on a sec, that food's going to start to process and digest or yeah. Okay. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll start looking for something to eat. I have my next meal or snack coming up, or maybe it's 11 o'clock at night and you say to yourself, okay, I get it. Like I'm awake, but I'm about to go to bed. So I don't need to eat. So, you know, just kind of assessing what your body needs, you know? And so the things that I'm saying are going to start to resonate if you're showing up and you're, you know, making those changes because if you do this your body's just gonna simply respond like that we're all human we all have a bodies there's this kind of this this sort of thing out there where people say you know, um, there is no one diet for everybody. I I really beg to differ. We're all human. We all have bodies. Our bodies all have similar needs. Some may have special needs like dietary concerns. You may have health issues. You know, you have to be mindful about certain things, but everybody's body at the end of the day wants one thing for you to live as long as possible to be as healthy as possible and to function at the most optimal levels possible, which means no one's body is interested in storing fat. And if your body is feeling you to store fat, which obviously you're here so you know um, that's the chances are that's for a variety of reasons and not just eating all the wrong foods. High stress, lack of sleep, long periods of time without eating, um, a combination of a variety of different factors, overeating and then starving yourself the next day, you know all all of that just reinforces dieting for example, forcing your body to burn fat reinforces the need for it in the first place because you're literally forcing your body to use it for fuel you know. Um, So the program works for everyone as we go along we're gonna teach you how to make it even more individual to your needs especially when it comes to portions but I love that you should start feeling things coming together hi Sue is it normal to feel nauseous in the morning as soon as you wake up um, before you even get out of bed so when you so Detox is detox. The body doesn't need help detoxing. We're just kind of supporting the body and piggybacking the natural detox process uh, when it comes to your body releasing fat. So very similar to your menstrual cycle. Um, and getting your period. You know, when you're PMSing, you can wake up, kind of feel nauseous not feel so great. Um, a morning sickness, um, if you've, you know, ever been pregnant before, it can kind of make you feel nauseous That's a lot of hormones just kind of fluctuating. Um, with this process, it's so cool. The body just gets right to work at making change. Um, and And addressing hormones is part of that. And you have so many different types of hormones in your body, and there's a lot going on. And so we're in, you're in the pursuit of change, right? Like you're Actively trying to make change in your body, and a lot of times these are just you noticing your body responding to the changes that you're making. So the the what fills your fat cells right is full of toxins. Your body stores its toxins in your fat cells toxins from things you breathe, stuff you're putting on your skin, things that you're consuming, and whatnot. Um, and it's it's a real thing. And this is why new moms, for example, um, you were told or are told if you are nursing not to lose weight too quickly quickly. And a big part of that is those toxins being released into your breast milk. Um, and so and, and because of those same toxins is, is, is one of the reasons why quite a few people have to get their gallbladder removed after successfully losing a lot of weight, Um, toxins, they get into that gallbladder, they gunk it up. You need to get your gallbladder removed. There's a lot of people who've lost a lot of weight and had to get their gallbladders removed. Now I'm not, you know, that wasn't right. It wasn't wrong. It's what you've known. And it's the side effect. And to me, it's the diet, the diet industry is straight up dirty little secret that they don't talk about um, and a big part of that is that is that body releasing those toxins when you're forcing your body to burn fat and that's why this process is so much healthier Is one we're not forcing the body to burn fat we're giving the body the resources it needs um, so it no longer feels the need to store fat and then we're supporting the body as it releases that fat uh, when you pee when you poo when you breathe and also when when you sweat right so those toxins can kind of make you feel a little off. They shouldn't lead to too extreme of symptoms. Some people get them kind of, it's not fun for them. I'm sure some people don't get any, which is an indication that the process isn't working for you. Um, it just sort of, it just sort of depends. Right. So, um, so I, for example, wake up in the morning, if I drink my water on a cold water on an empty stomach, it makes me kind of, feel a little off. Um, that's why I think tea, tea or your warm water and lemon, um, if you're doing that, um, is a, is a great way to kind of, you know, stimulate that digestive system and and kind of wake your, wake your body up. Morning. Hi, hi, Jan. Got on the scale and started celebrating a small loss. And then I paused. I was feeling way too happy about the number on the scale and went to my old deprivation mindset. I'm on a roll. What else can I cut back? on to lose more. Whoa! First of all, you wrote, whoa, but I'm, I'm saying, whoa. Um, I realize how much of a mind game this journey is going to be for me. Thanks so much, Gina and supporters for all your help. Oh, I love this so much, Jan. Ooh, I love it so much. I get it, right? I get it. Because it's so hard not to take everything that you've learned from dieting, right? Because you're diet experts. A lot of you at this point, you've tried all the diets, you've done all the things. You're like, um, It's interesting. Someone, I'm doing this Ask Me Anything over on my Instagram page. And someone asked me, what was the hardest thing um, for me when I was losing weight? And I think that was the hardest thing for me was like knowing that I knew what to do. But what I was doing wasn't working for me. You know that that was the hardest thing, and, and I'm glad that I experienced that because I obviously went on a mission to figure out why it wasn't working for me. But that was hard. Um, that 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 mindset too, like you know, of bringing that all that diet mentality into this process, like it wasn't a for for nothing. Do you know what I mean? You, you you did what you did where you are where you are and you worked your ass off to do what you were told to do to lose weight and how you were told to lose weight, you know? Um, and if you're still here now working towards it, you're just, you're persistent, right? You haven't given up on yourself and I, and I, and I truly love that. But a lot a lot of people have spent a lot of time dieting and this is why they talk about the diet industry and how diets are so bad for mental health. Is that starving, that depriving mentality, the disconnect connecting and ignoring your body that, do you know what I mean? Um, Like eating less and exercise more is is one way to lose I find as you get older that's not effective and you just kind of gain weight causes you to gain even more weight um, you know how much more can you exercise and how much you know less can you eat and you still can't even lose weight but this happens all the time I love that you brought it up where people see that scale moving and they're like okay I finally got it moving now if I just pull back I start skipping meals and snacks I eat even less it's gonna make things go faster for me when in reality you're just rever- you're sending the opposite message so that you know it's all about the messages that you're sending to your body every time you go long periods of time without eating and your body has to dip into your emergency energy reserve which is your fat reserves it sends a message that you need that fat because there must not be food available because you're not eating it right every time you overeat a large portion of food it, it sends a message to your body that you need your fat because why are you overeating your body's like why are they eating this much food right? Like you must be trying to gain weight. Otherwise, why would you eat way more food than you need if not for the purpose of actually trying to gain weight? So it's all about the messages that you're sending to your body, you know? So when you start giving your body what it needs and that scale starts moving and then you're inclined to pull back, it actually like you're fighting against yourself because you've sent it. I don't need this fat anymore. So you can totally release it. And now in the midst of releasing it, you're telling the body, well, wait a sec, we actually need it, right? Because we're now not giving ourselves enough so it's 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 hard though um, after years of dieting to really wrap your head around that it's like you know low metabolisms a lot of people are really frustrated um, you know that the weight is slow and you know, rightfully so for some who've who've spent years dieting, their metabol- your metabolisms are really slow, um, and low and you know, barely functioning. It's gonna take some time to get your body functioning at a level that you know what I mean, this it's gonna be a priority to focus on the fat loss, but it will get there and the and you want a nice high metabolism. You 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 you, you ever know people when you were young who could eat whatever they want. That people say this to me all the time, how can you eat just whatever you want and not gain weight? Well, it's because I constantly eat. I don't, I'm not starving. I'm not depriving. If I'm hungry, I eat. So my body has no need to store fats, which is why I could eat and not gain weight. If you've known someone, it's typically when you're younger, because it, it tends to be younger people, um, especially, especially you know the the males who who can just eat and eat and eat and eat and eat and not gain any weight. My kids, for example, um, I've kind of raised them this way, constantly snacking. It was a bitch when they were young, constantly hungry, snacking all the time. Oh my god, I had to walk with snacks everywhere. But because of that, they have really high metabolisms and, you know, um, really like tall and and thin and especially my oldest daughter and... I remember every time i go to the doctors, they'd have the conversation with her about eating. You need to eat more. And I'm like, that girl can scarf down four hot dogs in one sitting and eat a whole pizza. Like there's no lack of eating food here. She's just really high metabolism. So, you know, that's typically when you're young and you're hungry, you eat. And that's where you, if you've known someone, you could just eat whatever they want because of a high metabolism. Like that's, that's the goal. That's usually typically someone who's never dieted before. They just eat when they're hungry. Their body has no need to store fat. And so that's the goal is to, um is to it uh, repair your metabolism or bring it back up to fully functioning. So, you know what i mean? To address what your body's feeling needs to store fat and to help increase your metabolism, you know, not boosted or any of those things, but like give your body what it needs so it's functioning at the highest level and most optimal level when it does, you it has a nice healthy high metabolism. And so that's one of the things that we're working towards with this process, you know? Um so i love that you caught that. I love that you caught that mentality and it's so easy to fall into that in old habits i some, i know some of you are straight up still counting weighing and measuring your foods and you're going that, that's going to really trip you up next week and week four so just try to knock that off sooner rather than I get that you're doing it it's normal people did they just insist on doing it. we still have people asking how many grams of protein how many of this I get it but you're gonna really truly understand why first of all you don't need that and it's not it's not it's so putting the more you continue to count weigh, or measure the 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 more you are putting off being in tune truly to your body's needs you don't you shouldn't have to count the amount of protein that your body needs you shouldn't have to count the amount of calories that your body needs. You shouldn't have to count or weigh or measure anything to figure out how much food you need to survive and thrive. Also, how much food you need to eat or not eat in order to lose weight, right? So, so the more you feed into that, you're kind of keeping yourself stuck in that mentality of you know just be, trying to do this outside of yourself. And this whole process is just so much more than that, you know. But it happens. I love that you're. I love that you're aware of that. Um, I was up on the scale this morning for no apparent reason, and uh, heard Gina in my mind saying, "Totally effing normal," and so calmly going about my day. Yeah. It's so hard. I get it. It is so hard when you see the scale go up and it's fluctuating and it's, again, the diet industry has taught you when it goes down, you lose weight. When it goes up, you're gaining weight. When you hit a plateau, it's no longer working for you. That's what the diet industry has taught you. Um, we, need to, we need to normalize um, fluctuations uh, in the scale. We need to normalize that. We need to normal, normalize. So, so, for example, you got up today. And the scale was up for no apparent reason. So I'm assuming you drank your water. You haven't had salty food. You can't think of a reason why your weight would be up. But if you've been following along each day, the reason why your weight could be up? Because it's about to drop. Because it's actually about to drop. It is so normal. I just I I wish you guys could see into my brain and my experience in working with all the people that I've worked with one-on-one. And so how I got really good at kind of, you know, also working with people and figure things out is people would send me their, they would literally text me. Everything they ate and drank, their weight when they woke up, how were they feeling, everything they ate and drank. So someone woke up the next day and I saw that they, someone woke up and their weight is up right? I would immediately flip back to what they had the day before, you know, and be like, oh, did they salty food, whatever, and then I would say to them, okay, how are you, like, how are you feeling, right? And they'd be like, oh, I feel like I got a headache run down. Did you wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom? You say, oh, yeah, I did. Okay, you know, is water kind of not appealing to? It. Oh, yeah, it's not. Or do you know what I mean? And and then I'd be like, okay, it sounds like your body's in, 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 in detox and that scale's about to move. I really got so good at this, working so closely, one-on-one with people, really understanding where their bodies are at and what it's focused on that I could literally predict by how people's bodies were reacting when their weight was going to drop how, how long it was going to drop for and how much people were going to drop like it's not really that hard to figure out it's just and this is what I want to teach you and that's what I mean by what weight loss looks like and feels like to you so that you know the signs when you're just about to drop you know how you're it's like if you if you do get your period like the, the, you'll notice PMS oh my what's wrong with me oh yeah I'm getting my period oh okay ding 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 same thing when you're focused on weight loss and your body starts re- re- responding a certain way right before it drops. Do you know what I mean? And then you'll be able to pick up on that. And then we're going to start talking about supporting the body in detox. Once the scale starts moving or once you think it's about to start moving, then you want to support it in its needs. Making sure you're super consistent with what you need to do. Make sure you get that water in. Make sure, Do you know what I mean? You're doing all the things that you can to to, to keep the body focused on fat loss. So... That's a That's a big part of that scale is is really if you're letting it freak you out and frustrate you, which I know is going to happen. Sometimes that prevents you from really using it as the tool that it is. You know, oh my God, I'm doing everything right and the scale is up. Okay, well, that probably means that the scale is about to drop. You know, the other hard one about it is when you see that new low and then it goes right back up again. Someone's like, oh, I dropped, you know, four pounds and then the next day it went up too. Like, yeah, that's exciting. Chances are your weight is back up because your body's retaining water because it's continuing to focus on fat loss. So your body's retaining more water so it can continue to move the dial on that scale. And a lot of people give up. They're like, oh, what's the point? So I I dropped down four and now I'm up to, again, I've gained it back. No, you haven't. The body's just retaining water to continue the process and keep that process going. So a lot of times the scale will go up for some people and then, you know, draw up to a new low. Go up for a bit, stay up there for you know a while on a bit of a plateau, and then it'll drop down to a new low, and then you'll it'll keep dropping again, right? So it's it is difficult to wrap your head around this scale, but I think using this scale, and you don't have to use it, you don't have to use it either, use it every day as a tool or don't use it at, at all. It is meant also to. To bring up the feels and the issues and associations, make no mistake, you have got to work through your past history of dieting in order to move on from it. So a lot of the things that we do on this program are specifically designed to bring up the feels so you can work through them so you can get to the other side of them and truly get to a place where not only do you lose your weight in a healthy way physically, but mentally you've worked through those old beliefs, issues and associations and you're really calm around food. So, so there's that, that's why there's, it's a lot. And the scale just helps to bring that up sooner rather than later, you know, and it can be intense, especially if you're dealing with past traumas and stuff like that. But, you know, that's why I said, you've got to have fun with this process. You have to recognize what, what this is all about. It's just not what you're eating and when. It's really doing the hard work, which is showing up for yourself, prioritizing yourself, working with yourself, connecting with yourself, getting out of your own way, working through your issues and associations and beliefs, and, and a sense of of awareness like never before. Do you know what I mean? That's what this process really needs. Everyone talks about accountability. Like Accountability is great. What you need is a sense of awareness of how your choices that you are making are affecting you physically and mentally you know it's such a cool process okay i am literally starving and already today i'm thinking my metabolism is starting to work as i'm hitting all my meals and snacks i'll be adding in extra snacks today to help and up my water okay so yeah so being extra hungry when you're eating all your meals and snacks and making them nutrient-rich drinking your water can also be a sign especially if you're heading into the evening that your weight is about to drop so recognize that, right? Especially extra hungry in the evening, you know, before you're going to bed, even though you've eaten and drank all this, all the things, that can be a sign of detox. Waking up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, three or four o'clock time is a sign of deco- detox. Waking up uh, the next day, kind of water not appealing, kind of feeling a little bloated, gross off, sign of detox, right? So, so sometimes um, extra loud hunger signals too, this, as you become more in tune with your body, it's going to start talking to you and you're going to be more clear about communicating its needs. So some of you will go from not being hungry at all to all of a sudden really hungry. And like I said, that freaks you out. Really loud hunger cues don't necessarily translate into um, eating more food. And you will find that your body will tell you very clearly that you are hungry, hungry now, hello, time to eat. Again, remember hunger is not an immediate need for food. Hunger is your body giving you a heads up knowing it's going to take you time to find your food. to to prepare your food to eat your food and process and digest your food which can take hours right and a lot of times when we're really hungry you'll notice that you get full real quick and not only that but that I'm done satisfied sensation will also get louder as well so that's what I'm talking about when your body will tell you when to eat I'm hungry I'm hungry right now what do I need to eat I need a steak I need a a light salad I need a soup I need a chili I need protein I need a fruit I need whatever and then it'll also tell you how much to eat you know what I mean? Like, okay, I'm eating this. Okay, now I'm done. I'm full. Like I never accidentally overeat. I always know exactly when I've had enough. And then I know if I go back in and and eat more, I'm going to walk away feeling overly stuffed, which I make that choice all the time because the food is really yummy. So That's a part of that. So a lot of that, what you're feeling, some of you, is just getting more in tune to your body and your body starting to communicate to you because you're listening, because you're giving it what it needs. Your body gave up on you, a lot of you. It's just like why 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 bother telling her to drink water when she's not gonna drink water? You know, why bother don't what's the point telling her to eat? She's not gonna eat. Every time she does eat, though, let's just store everything she eats and store it as fat. That's the way we're covered. Yeah, well, if we need her to drink water she, you know, get her to crave fruits. Fruits are sweet. Yeah, but every time I get her to crave fruits, she eats chocolate. That's not helping. Ah, man, I don't know. Let's just like do the best we can and figure it out. You know, like a lot of you come in here with your body running the show because it's given up trying to involve you in its day to day. Do you know what I mean? It's just like it's, it's doing, that's why cravings, a lot of you are guided by your craving is your body's just trying to get you, get what it eats, good fat, drink some water and you feel like totally controlled by your cravings because that's the only thing the body can do to try to get it to for you to make the you know to give it what it needs cuz we're just so disconnected you know uh... life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much like unexpected medical costs that's why united healthcare provides health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs learn more at uh1.com planning for your next trip Um, I had an incident happen last night. Was a little hungry around 11, so I drank water to help, but it didn't help. Started to shake, sweat, get weak, etc. Low blood sugar. I'm guessing. Um, not diabetic. None of those things. Honestly, I have to be real, real, and straight up with this because nothing you're doing on program like let's say I don't know how you ate before Maria but you're eating breakfast right which is not just to focus on protein you can add in healthy carbs like you can add in vegetables you can add a little bit of fruit in there you know we're making nuts and seeds and avocados eggs with avocados and you know what I mean like super nutrient rich then you're having fruit then you're having your lunch which is it's not low carb no carb it's just that lunch is the place to have your rices and your quinoas and if if you want to have those kinds of things, you know. It's not about having salads. You're eating vegetables with your carbohydrates, your proteins. Um, you know, adding good healthy fats, nuts, seeds, avocados, good oils. Then you're having a veg snack with more vegetables with your carbohydrates. You're adding a protein to it, like some cheese and fat, like protein fat, like cheese or some dip or something. You know, and then you're having nuts and seeds, which have protein and fat in them. And then you're having dinner with a focus on the protein again, more vegetables with your carbs. You know what I mean? Leafy greens, healthy fats. Eating six times a day should not lead and eating. To satisfaction, nutrient-rich foods should not lead anyone to feel like you're shaking, sweating, getting weak at all. Uh-uh. I'm sorry. You're gonna like. I really suggest you head to your doctor. And I say this so seriously because even though you're the 28,000 people in the group, even though you're doing a healthy eating weight loss program, people still get sick. They still get diagnosed with health issues. Right? Like this. This happens. I can't tell you how many people. Asked a question, thinking maybe it was detox or maybe it was whatever, and we we're like check in with your doctor, and they went and checked in with their doctor, and it was something a lot more serious. And they're like, they, we get emails back and saying thank you for telling us to go to my doctor. It ended up being this or it ended up being that. So I would never, ever, ever blow off your. St- your symptoms with anything you're doing on program and plan, especially if the current environment and so many sicknesses going around, honestly, like, um, and, and blood, low blood sugar, like that's not something to guess about, right? Like low blood sugar is not, if you think you have low blood sugar, that's not something you guess about. Like, we're eating so often on program and plan, again, vegetables, fruits, nutrient-rich foods, adding in those heavier carbs like rices, quinoas, and stuff as needed. Like eating so often is going to keep it, your blood sugar more stable, do you know? Um, so that is not something to mess around if you think that's what it is definitely make an appointment with your doctor had to have a snack before a bed and wait for it to subside was disappointed in myself feeling the feels and trying to be okay with that so that's a whole other thing right so you could actually have something going on with you and you know what I mean and the right thing for you to do if you did feel like that is have something to eat if you felt like you need that you how you feel in your health is way more important than sticking to any plan for the sake of moving that scale so don't feel ways you know your body better and you are in tune to your body's needs so if you feel like at any time you need a little something something make sure you have a little something something like don't, don't it's like the sickness protocol right like when you're sick it's not the time to be forcing yourself to follow the program take care of yourself do what you need to do to feel better and then you can get back to focusing on it right so so never ever 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 be disappointed in yourself for having to have something to eat for whatever reason or making a choice that you need to make to make yourself feel you got a lot of time to lose a lot of weight on this program do you know what I mean having that little snack and even if you even if you felt totally fine and you were having snacks at night because you're hungry it's still not going to stop you from reaching your goal and you should still not feel bad about that. Do you know what I mean? It's hard to break that nighttime habit, especially if you're used to it. Um, so, so, so don't, even if you don't have, even if you're feeling perfectly fine and you're still snacking at night, please do not sweat that. Don't feel bad about that. It's such a process and focus on the things that you can do during the day. And if you're still snacking at night, okay, you'll work on that. That will come. Eventually you're going to start feeling really good. And eventually it's going to, you're going to get to a place where that snacking at night isn't doing anything for you. You're recognizing it's not really doing anything for you. You don't really need it. You know, the habit of it will kind of dissipate. Do you know what I mean? So please do not stress about that. We are still so early in the program um, that you've got a lot of time, a lot of time. But I definitely would just make a routine checkup with your doctor to see what's going on and just in case you do have any underlying issues and whatnot. Uh, The only other thing I can think of that sometimes can make people feel a little shaky is if drinking too much water too quickly so, for example, if you drink more than a if you if you didn't drink your water all day and then you're trying to jam it in at night again, I'm just guessing, I don't know, um, and try to jam it in all night. You really want to you really want to avoid trying to drink more than a liter per hour. Like it's really best to start early and spread it out. Um, so, watch if you're drinking a lot of water really quickly. You really want to sip, not guzzle. Spread it out. Um, and and if you're not and you are drinking more water than you're used to, um, it's a great idea or just a better way to stay hydrated. In general is to make sure you're salting your foods um, a lot of times when people start eating healthy they're not eating as many processed foods and they're actually not getting enough salt in their diet so adding in some trace minerals uh, to your water making sure you're salting your meals and such that definitely can help so regardless either way definitely keep an eye on that that's that that that, that shouldn't be something that's happening on a regular basis uh, and then, if you need more questions reach out but please don't feel disappointed at all I'm glad you reached out we're here to help too, right. Like we've experienced pretty much anything and everything, you know, between myself and my team when it comes to this program and this process. And when in doubt, always ask. We're, we're here for you. You know what I mean? Uh, we're here for you. Um, yes, making friends with my scale. Yes, it goes up, but I get, I now get why. So my understanding of that keeps me from being frustrated. Now I review what I had the day before and all the boxes were checked. I tell myself that means I'm going to drop back down any day. Yeah, it's tough. A lot of times you have to keep telling yourself that keep telling yourself. It's, you know, this is why even on the app and we're tweaking this little thing, that when it's up, it's gonna let you know. It's normal for it to be up. It can be. It can go up before it goes down. Just to kind of reinforce that, man. It's 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 it's. Listen, a lot of a lot of you, a lot of us are are really the diet diet years of dieting and the diet diet industry bombarded with this and that and the next thing have really done a number on our mental health. Do you know what I mean? And when it comes to our our our, our sense of self, you know, when in our relationship with food and dieting and all of that in that scale, you know, I don't want to know where that scale is traumatizing because you've worked, well, a lot of you've worked so hard to lose the weight and then all of a sudden you just eat normally and you gain it all back. What feels like uncontrollably. Do you know what I mean? So you work so hard to lose it and then you're proud of yourself and you're happy and then everyone says, oh, look, look at you. You look so great and all the stuff you get from everyone else around you and then all of a sudden it gets taken away from you. Do you know what I mean? It's it's like if you had a job and you loved your job and everyone was so proud. Look at you at your job and then you got fired. And that happened to you. Every time you were reaching a point in your job or you were doing really well, you know what I mean? And you were you were you were what you thought was successful, you got canned. Like think about that. That would like give you that would really freak you out. Every time you'd be doing well, talk about sabotaging your job, you'd be like, Oh my god, I'm doing well again. Okay, I'm getting close to reaching this goal I want to reach. Now I'm gonna get fired, right? Or now I'm gonna gain that way back. So if you can just kinda to feel it. There's reasons why we feel the way we feel about that scale. Uh, I heard someone asking about the information in the group. So if you're new to the program, a couple of things. You, you, you get to use the app ongoing. So after you're done the 91 days of the app, you'll be able to continue to use it as a a tracker as we're done. Um, and the, the group stays open for you to access the information. We stop answering questions on the, you know, when we're done, but you can still have access to the group ongoing. Um, but heads up on that too. I don't know why you asked. I just saw it pop on my screen. Sometimes we can future trip and worry about what's going to happen at the end before we're even Close to getting to the end, so that that's talk about sabotage, which is something we're going to talk a lot about. Future tripping can be a way of sabotaging, again, right? Like you 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 want to reach this goal, but you're nervous about what's going to happen at the end of it, you know, or whatnot. Um, also, traveling, uh, we do have a, a post on travel coming out. Uh, what is that? I think it's next week. Yeah, week three. Um, some of you are asking about travel. The program absolutely takes into account off days, holidays, travel days, vacays, screw you and your program. I don't want to do it days. <laughs> um, so if ever you have any questions about that, reach out, the team will help you let me scroll down. Hi Sue, good morning. Detox hit hard yesterday. My body was loudly letting me know. Glad I could be at home and close to the bathroom. I found myself embracing it saying woohoo internally to a new low today and hoping for detox to keep rolling. Yeah, I know. Um, this is sort of where you get used to how your body feels. Yay, I feel like shit today. That means the scale's going to move. Um, and again, some people totally feel, some people it's the opposite. They wake up feeling amazing. Um, bowel movement protocol or poo post we call it. Um, your, your bowel movements are going to be all over the place while you're in the pursuit of change and you are switching things up with what you're eating and when as we go and because of detox one of the one of the ways we like we detox when you pee when you poo when you breathe and your sweat and when you poo is the number one way that your body detoxes so it's very normal to have those loose bowel movements especially when the scale is moving uh, and they're nothing really typically to be concerned about some people will have them during the entire process some people just when their scale is moving and some people not at all some people experience bouts of constipation as well that's also normal constipation can happen right before the scale drops as well Um, it's totally normal so if you have any questions about that ask but would make sure you check out that poop protocol Hi, Chantel. I'm amazed at how much diet trauma I had and how listening to your lives every day have completely shifted my mindset. I'm happy to hear that. I know sometimes I go on and on and on about this thing and the other. Um, I also spent the last five years telling myself my body doesn't work. Yes, I have big bones. Yes, my metabolism is slow. Yes, there is something wrong with me. Oh my goodness. Yes, to all of this. All of this and starting my days with you has my inside voice saying my body is healthy it has all the tools it needs to get me to my family and forever I can lose weight my body deserves nutrient rich foods I love this whole mantra you know so many people now talk about you know gratitude journals you know what I mean and and being mindful and this this and, and into intuitive and first you have to do is get in tune with yourself before you can be mindful and intuitive um, setting your intentions each day, like whether you're doing it in the group, you'll notice a lot of people will come and use the check-in post, and not ask a questions, But today I'm going to work on this. Today I'm work on that. You, there's also a place in the app. You can also just put, put pen to paper in a book if you're old school like me um, and just kind of set your intentions for the day. This is what I'm working on today drinking my water, whatever, it's kind of like bringing this process to the forefront of your mind and reminding yourself that you're doing it. That's what listening to these lives do. When you're listening to them, they're reminding you, this is what I'm working on. When you check in and watch the uh, watch the video, the video, check-in video each day, or you pop into the group each day, or you open up the app each day, every time you do that, you are reinforcing to yourself, I am doing this. This is why those tools can be really beneficial, using the app, popping into the group each day, even if you don't have to ask a question. Do you know what I mean? Um, you know, keeping a journal setting your intentions because it just keeps you showing up and then what's going to happen as long as you keep showing up you're you're going to start to see and feel and and your the, the 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 effort you're putting into this going to start to pay off and then you're going to start to feel really good physically mentally and then you're going to be really proud of yourself that you're still showing up and then when you're proud of yourself you're more likely to keep doing the thing that you're doing that you're proud of see it all kind of really works really well together so one of the things that you can do with setting those morning intentions is also do some end-of-day reflections this is a tricky one because you have to be mindful not to berate yourself get on yourself oh I suck today I was horrible at this this is like okay I did this really well today and then tomorrow I need to continue to work on that how you talk to yourself is so important like when you get on that scale each day the way you speak to yourself if your friend was on the scale would you talk to them like that? Like the things that you say to yourself, would you say that to anyone else? And and, and what you say to other people matters, but also what you say to yourself matters, right? Um, and, and it can really affect you. And so it can also be really great on top, on top of setting those intentions and end of day reflections, to come up with some mantras for yourself. Like I totally, I've got this. I'm really proud of myself. I'm taking this day by day and that's okay. I'm being kind and patient to myself. I am going to lose my weight. I'm going to get there. There's no reason why I can't be successful at this. There's no reason why I won't reach my goal, you know. Um there's lots of reasons why it might be slower than you think. There might, there might be a lot of things that get in your way, but ultimately as long as you keep going in that direction, you're going to get there, you know. So so mantras are also really effective too. Really strong really strong why Why are you here? Reminding yourself why you're putting yourself through this. Why are you showing up focusing on this each day? It can get really exhausting and really tiring for so many reasons. Um, So having a really strong why and revisiting that why can really help. Setting those intentions, end of day reflections, having mantras that you're relying on, spending time being really proud of yourself. If you get on the scale and the scale is up, right? you know, and, and, and you recognize you're frustrated, be proud of yourself for recognizing how you feel and allow yourself to be frustrated and say, I, I, I can be frustrated. This has been a really frustrating process for me trying to lose weight. I've worked really hard. I've done a lot of things to lose this. I'm allowed to be frustrated because, you know, I, I, because it is, you know, but I'm going to get up and I'm going to get off the scale today and I'm going to do all the things that I need to do or as many of them as I possibly can to, to get me one step closer from reaching my goal. You know what I mean? Like the things that you're saying, like it can really make all the difference between you continuing to show up. I have a, I have a conversation with my team before we start every group and whenever we do new hires, which we are always hiring. I hear a lot of you asking about that, um, careers at weight at No, wait, is that it? No, careers at com, or you can just contact us through our website um, if you are interested. I have, um, I have this conversation with my team. First of all, you know, the goal is to get every single person across the finish line and also to recognize that, you know, people struggle in a variety of different ways and to be very kind when you're talking to people and very understanding with people, which my team is just so good at doing. And, um, you know, I take, I say to them, first of all, you want to answer a question that you've been asked a million times with the same enthusiasm that you did the first time, because it's so important because what you could say to someone can literally be make or break in their journey. Um, some of you I know are hanging on by the skin of your teeth. Some of you, I can see planting the seeds of doubt, looking for excuses to quit and fail. Some of you, you, it's like you want to be told that you can't do this and you might as well give up now. I generally don't do that. Sometimes people will come in and be like, I just want to quit. And then sometimes I will say, well, okay, then quit. Like you can quit, but what's your other option? Sometimes people need to be faced with that. All right, well, you're right, I can quit. But how am I going to feel if I do quit? But outside of that, the the the, the right word set said at the right time can make or break someone's journey. It really can and I know this because I've received so many behind the scenes correspondence from people that would say you know someone on your team said this or you said that to me like I was really ready to quit and you know that one thing that you said just made all the difference you know and then we see people who are struggling in the bidding be here. Are they... You should see at the end of the program we have this thing called Celebrate Inspire where we really get to know the people and 28,000 people in the program. There's a very few that are actually vocal and asking questions which we need you to ask questions. You're the ones who create the whole vibe in the community. And to really, really get to know people and people who are struggling and on the verge of quitting in the beginning and seeing there as a success story at the end, man, it's a, you know, they say business is business. Yeah. It's also very personal when it comes to our business, you know, it's a cry fest for our, our whole team, but we do get people who say, you know, that one, that one person answered my question this one way, it made all of the difference. So if, if what we're saying to you makes a difference, what you are saying to yourself makes even more of a difference. So cut yourself some slack, recognize you're gonna have all the feels be very patient with yourself be very kind with yourself have conversations with yourself I talk to myself all of the time it's how like no one has to tell me anything or talk to me because I'm already talking to myself. When I wake up in a grumpy mood, I'm like, what is my deal today? Did I just not get sleep? Do I need to drink more water? Am I really dealing with, do I need a break? Like, you know, what am I working through? What's the message in this for me? Do you know, even when someone pisses me off, it's never about that person. It's like, okay, they can say whatever they want. Why, why is it bugging me? What What's here for me to learn? Do you know what I mean? And that comes with that self-awareness and being in tune to your body. And it's really cool because this whole process is kind of like a process in self-love where you have to take time to prioritize yourself, which can seem really insanely self-indulgent if you're not used to that because we've been taught like taking time for yourself is like, is, is selfish. You know what I mean? You got to put everyone else in front of your own needs, which makes that very hard, you know, working, through your own fields, your issues and associations, trying not to sabotage yourself, getting in your, ah, so much to. There's so much to it. So I love this, Chantal, right? Amazed at how much diet trauma I had. And now, listening to your lies every day completely shifted my mindset. Yeah, I've spent the past five years telling myself my body doesn't work. I have big bones. My metabolism is slow. There's something wrong with me. I will also add my body hates me. It's just trying to make me fat. It's trying to make me miserable. My body wants me to be fat forever. Do you know what I mean? Like, those feels are real. And each day, you're gonna chip away and this is what I mean by a belief. so this is what I'm talking about by bo- those beliefs so habits right busting through old habits and creating new ones um, you know old habits die hard yeah they're hard to break this is why you got to focus on making new ones um, this is why if you drink Diet Coke and that's your habit don't worry about the Diet Coke focus on creating new habits and eventually it'll over overshadow and overpower those those old habits that no longer serve you so you got to keep reinforcing these new habits that you're creating that are supporting the new lifestyle really that you want to live and then there's those beliefs right I'm all. Always gonna be fat. My body hates me. The diets never work for me. Every time I lose my weight, I'm gonna gain it back. I'm not worth it. I'm nothing. Blah blah blah. Right? That shit runs so deep, and you just kind of have to peel away the layers, kind of chip away at it, and and kind of just use, and especially that negative dialogue. Like whenever you catch yourself saying something negative, don't berate yourself. Throw something more positive at yourself. So I used to do this a lot with being a mom. Got a lot of mom guilt. Four kids. Ran a business. Ah oh, man, so many things I wish I would have done differently but also so, so perfectly content with where I'm at now and everything that I did brought me to where I'm at. So I've reconciled a lot of that, but it's been a lot of mom guilt. And so I would say things with Tony, like, Oh, I'm the worst mom. And I'm this, I suck. God, oh, I'm horrible. Why did I say that? Why did I say this? Oh my God. Like even now I'll say something and I'll be like, Gina, you like, and then it, now what I do, if I say something to my kid, that's, I realize is just like, it. I will go to them and say, I'm really sorry. I, I, you know, I was trying to do my best there. I can definitely do better. That wasn't the right thing to say. So I even try to catch it in the moment, but not only to my kid who I'm saying these things to, but more to myself. Tony one time was like, you're not a bad mom. You need to stop this thing that you're doing where you keep getting on yourself. You're an amazing mom. You did the best that you could. You're there for your kids. You love them. You care for them. You support them. Like you're like, you're an amazing mom. What the hell are you talking about? and I didn't really notice that I was doing this until after he said that and then I really noticed how I was doing it and I could just feel it like you know what I'm you know it makes you just feel like worthless and like that you suck and like you're just horrible and the world's worst person so now what I do and you know and now I do it across the board on all the things um is I throw nice words at myself Like last night, I'm a little bit tired, and I got into like, do people even like listening to me? I've had some people complain, and I don't, I don't want to get into that because it just happens every time. And I'm thinking, this is what I do. I should be used to it by now. But what's my problem? And maybe people are just tired of hearing me, and maybe I'm talking too fast, and maybe I talk too much about myself, and maybe I'm this, and maybe I'm that, and whatever. And you know, last night I was just like, oh fuck! Like, is anyone gonna even like? Does anyone even want to listen to me anymore? Like, that's where I got to myself. And this morning I was like, Gina, like your intention is to help people. It's just to share your knowledge in the best way that you can. Are you perfect? No. If you want to make change, work towards that. But you know, your, your intention is good. You know what I mean? So I had to, even with that, I have to throw all these wor- nice words and then it kind of like lifted. You can feel it. You, you get on yourself, like the weight of the world on your shoulders, but the weight of your words on your shoulders and it shrinks you down. It makes you feel heavy, literally makes you feel like you're, you know what I mean? Heavy, legit. And then, And when you just say nice things about yourself, it just peels off those layers. Like if you indulged last night you indulged what did you learn from that right did it work for you did it not work for you did it do the, what you thought it was gonna do was it as yummy as you thought yeah it was yummy was it worth it yeah it was okay then why are you getting on yourself about it today hashtag worth it move it along do you know what I mean did you eat that thing and then notice how that negative dialogue you berated yourself and then you got on the scale today and then you continue to berate yourself just because you had a few cucumber chips like I did last night which are my new favorite tips by the way cucumber flavored so good do you know what I mean and then you realize oh like with I do that so I ate something that was supposed to bring me joy that I felt I needed that I wanted to have and then ding 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 berated myself for like the whole night and next day afterwards and then when I got on that scale I was just like why did I do that ding 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 I keep doing that do you know what I mean that's where you get those aha moments and it's when you have that aha moment like I did when I talked to myself that way that that gives you the opportunity now you're like oh this is what I do now you might do it a couple more times but now that you've pointed it out you can't just keep doing it you know what I mean because you like you know that you do it and then you're aware of it and like I said you might do it a couple more times and you're gonna be like this no longer works for me anymore or do you know what I mean like, I gotta stop talking to myself like that so so the way we think is like can be a real game-changer uh, and that 's one of the things you 're reprogramming not just the, how your body's come to function physically, but how your brain has come to be wired mentally i have I told myself I would keep these lives to a half an hour. And here I am again, and I just keep going over and over and over and over and over. Lori, practically have dieted all my life. You name it, I pretty well have done it. I probably paid over $50,000 to lose weight. I hear this. So a lot of times, some sometimes people will be like, I failed, I failed, I failed. No, you have not. That's what, before I go today, I want that to be your one takeaway. If you have dieted your entire life and you're still here today looking to lose weight, you have not failed. The diet industry failed you because those diets were never designed for sustainable weight loss. You did everything that you could. You put your time, your energy, and money into working towards reaching this goal. You are persistent as fuck. That's it. Drop the mic. Do you know what I mean? So a lot of times we got to let that go. You got to let that go. Dive into this process. We're going to be here to support you. You're going to realize there is a different way. There's a sustainable, maintainable way. You're already doing it. You're already here. You're already showing up for yourself if you're listening to this right now. Do you know what I mean? you're going to do this. You're going to be successful. This is going to be different because we're going to teach you how to be mindful. We're going to teach you to not only lose the weight physically in a way that's going to be easy to maintain, but mentally. We're going to help you work through that stuff that you need to work through to get to you to a place where you're calm, where you know what your body needs. Not only to lose weight, but to successfully sustain and easily maintain your weight. You're going to be in tune to your choices. So your body's going to tell you when to eat, what to eat, and how much to eat. You won't even have to think about it. You're going to get to a place where you're just going to wake up each day. You're going to look good. You're going to feel good or if you don't feel good, you're going to know why because I drank a whole bottle of wine last night or had the stuff or whatever. And you're just going to live your life and focus on all the other things that you want to do other than needing to lose weight. That's what this is all about. A great conversation today, you guys. You'll notice we kind of go on these same kind of themes. Thanks to everyone who... Asks a question, makes a comment. This is like, this is about getting that deeper level of understanding. It's about having those conversations that have those aha moments. So I'm hoping something I said today resonated with you. If I didn't get to your question, please do not stop asking because I know people go back in, they see your comments, they see your questions, although we don't come back and provide a written response. So copy and paste it over on the question of the day page. Um, and, you know, maybe next time we'll get to your questions. So grateful that you showed up with me today. So, so grateful um, for those of you engaged asking the questions. What you need to know is the questions that you're asking. If you have that question, other people have that question. If you have that concern, other people have that concern. Do you know what I mean? We're here to talk about all of it. Have an amazing day, everyone. Tomorrow, Dr. Andrew Pfeiffer is going to be joining me. Um, he's super awesome. He's an oncologist. Um, we're going to talk about water, everything you want to know and need to know and didn't think you needed to know about water. We're going to chat about it tomorrow. So I hope you join us then. Have an amazing day and I'll see you later. Bye.